Well, hello there, and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser, and I am your host. This is a show that provides insight and tools to build the life and homestead of your dreams. Today is Tuesday, February 8th, 2022, and this is episode number 280 of the show. And today we are going to dig into building the homestead of our dreams. Because over the past week, you know, we've had three different episodes as it relates to the homestead. On last Wednesday, episode 276, we had a general homestead update based on the monthly newsletter that is sent out from York Meadow Farm. And then last Thursday, we had a an episode number 277 called Winter Preparedness and What Not to Do. Some last minute tips that uh, I would advise against. It's good to be prepared ahead of time. Nothing happened. That was fine, but listen to that show for a chuckle and a lesson. And then yesterday we had a winter market update based on the winter market from last uh, Saturday. And I'm pausing because the new construction two properties over is taking place. And yeah, it's weird. We, we, we are no longer, oh, anyways. More on that later. That will certainly be homestead-centric as well. But, you know, after those three homestead episodes, I feel good about that. And I want to get into more of that. Now, over the past few weeks and, and months, and, and, and I mean months, you know, there's been a lot of talk about building the life of our dreams, especially recently with talk of goals in the seven different aspects of life. You know, financial, physical, personal development, family, spiritual, social, and uh, career. And, the, and, and those are wonderful, but I want to see how I can integrate them into the homestead. And it also dawned on me this morning that the more I feel you, you know, I've been focusing a lot of content and drawing a lot from these devotionals because I've been experiencing some challenges in life. And I've been utilizing that as fodder for uh, content for the show is also and also as a way to, you know, reprogram, repattern. Uh, my 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 ways of thinking and that's a good thing to do but it dawned on me this morning that the more I focus on these challenges in life the more challenges in life I will focus on and perhaps the more challenges in life I will create. So I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in 
solutions and I realized that I have been doing some things recently that are not necessarily solutions oriented. So uh, that's another topic for another time. So let's talk about homesteads. So, you know, what is a homestead? That's going to be the title of today's show. And, you know, what is that? What does that mean? So it's going to be different things for different people because we are all at different stages in our life. We live different places, different ages, different backgrounds, different cultures, different family types, sizes, different, you name it. That's about the only thing we have in common is the fact that we're all different. So I figured we'd begin with the definition of the word homestead. And then for context, I'll share what it means to me. And I thought if there was time, maybe we could get into how I am approaching homesteading and how you can approach homesteading regardless of what phase of life you're in. But I suspect that that is going to have to be a different episode entirely. Okay, so let's look at the meaning of the word. Now, the, the definition and meaning of the word homestead, according to dictionary.com, reads as follows. It is a dwelling with its land and buildings occupied by the owner as a home and exempted by a homestead law from seizure or sale for debt. Of course, we've got to default to some legal legalese. Chose a different word there. But moving on. Any dwelling with its land and buildings where a family makes its home. A tract of land acquired under a homesteading program. Verb. To acquire or settle on land as a homestead. Okay, you get it. Now, the definition and meaning and synonyms from home of, of homestead from vocabulary.com is a homestead is a house and surrounding land owned by a family. Often it includes a farmhouse. Most people have homes, but not everyone has a homestead. That means your family owns more than a house. The homestead often consists of a farmhouse and land devoted to crops or animals. You'll find a lot more homesteads in rural areas than cities. Often, a homestead is passed down from parents to children for generations. Very good. Now we're getting somewhere. And they also elaborate on nouns and verbs and whatnot, but I think we grabbed enough context of all of that from dictionary.com. You know, for example, the home and adjacent grounds occupied by a family. Dwelling that is usually a farmhouse and adjoining land. Land, you know, you get it. Okay, and finally, the first article that came up in my search of what is a homestead, in addition to a couple of definitions, was a blog post titled Homesteading 101 
What is it and the essential steps to get started? This is from a blog called Morning Chores, and I've linked to it in the show notes if you want to read it. But the first couple of paragraphs I'll go ahead and share with you because it will provide some good, you know, it'll provide a good springboard for what I have to say about this. What does the word homesteading mean to you? Are there barns involved? Or acres of corn waving in the wind? Sure, those aspects can be part of homesteading, but the concept spans a wide variety of properties and activities. According to dictionary.com, homesteading is any dwelling with land and buildings where a family makes its home. That may have been the original definition, but nowadays it mostly refers to self-sufficiency. The original purpose of a homestead was to build a place where a family could live, grow food, and prosper. That doesn't mean you need to own acreage or have half a dozen children. Single people can be homesteaders, as can apartment dwellers. Although there are some core aspects, homesteading won't look the same for everyone. Some people want to be totally off-grid and utterly self-sufficient. In contrast, others just want to grow a garden and preserve some of their food. Ultimately, if you have a dream of being more self-sufficient, you're already on your way to being a homesteader. Okay. With all of that, the various definitions from dictionary.com, vocabulary, and this post, or at least the couple of paragraphs from it, it goes on, and like I said, I'll let, there, there's a link to it in the show notes. Go check it out. Shout out to Morning Chores, whoever you are. But the, 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 the key points in this in all of this were family, land, the idea of cultivation, cultivating, and self-sufficiency. Now, you can certainly embrace the ideas of homesteading as a single person and in an apartment and depending on where you are in life that's may, that's where you may be because that's where I was for a long time when I first got turned on to these ideas of homesteading self-sufficiency and that's it you know I was a single dude in my 20s and you know working whatever jobs I could to make ends meet just to live a life so I could play music have fun and whatever you know I didn't care about much at all I was in North Carolina playing old time music not giving a shit but that's where the seed was planted and then I lost 
I lost my way going down the, the path of the corporate world and then I found my way back somehow because that's how it works. And in my case, homesteading does involve family. But if you're single and or you're away from your family or whatever reason, family doesn't necessarily mean or have to mean your immediate family. You know, in church, a lot of people will talk about their church family. So think about your homesteading family. And that can be people you connect with through meetup.com, people you connect with through permies.com, people you connect with through the survivalpodcast.com. Great networking opportunities there. People you can connect with through whatever, you know, the Freedom Cell Network or whatever local groups that you can find people of like mind that are doing things that you want to do. Help them out, get involved with them, learn skills. They will gladly accept your help and you will learn things and, you know, make up for the family that we don't have. The six kids that we don't have. The land that we don't have. And, you know, if we don't have access to all of this land, we certainly can't cultivate it. But if we are building up our proverbial homesteading family, not only are we cultivating relationships, but we are also developing the land that is from those those very relationships. My first experience of doing this was in North Carolina in my 20s, volunteering or maybe as we called it, interning or apprentice, I think it was, a, a volunteer apprentice farmer. And I'd go there and I'd work a handful of hours a week in exchange for produce. And I got to learn about farming of annual produce, mushrooms, you know, all sorts of things. And um, that's one way to go about doing it. And all of this, you know, the family, land, cultivating, cultivating. So let's just, maybe instead of family, let's say relationships, land, and cultivation. You know, that's the trifecta right there. And that is going to get you to self-sufficiency. And I think any of us that are interested in the idea of homesteading and even find ourselves listening to an episode like this that's titled, What is a Homestead? If we're asking ourselves questions like that, then it's highly likely that we are indeed interested in self-sufficiency. And I don't even care what the reasons are because what's important to remember as we go along this journey of learning, developing, and cultivating relationships in order to find land that we can further cultivate and grow upon is that despite all of the differences of opinions that we're going to have with people when it comes down to 
the ideas of self-reliance and self-sufficiency, it's also highly likely that you're going to have far more in common with the people you connect with. So focus on that instead of the things that annoy you about people and the things that you don't agree on. Because like I said, there's far more that can be agreed on than can't. Before we close out, guys, as we roll in here to the parking spot, check us out on social media, Twitter, Telegram, Float, and Facebook. Check out the show notes for everything else. Ways to leave reviews for the show. We are still getting most of the listens through Apple Podcasts at that time, at this time, in February of 2022. So check out a link in the show notes on how to leave a rating and review because it does affect the algorithms. It does help expose new listeners to the show, people just like you that you can connect with on the Telegram chat group. And I hope to see you there. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.